This podcast is a work of fiction. The opinions expressed are individual and are not necessarily representative of Spirit Live or Toronto Metropolitan University. The following episode contains mature content. Warning for sexual content and topics of war. We can expect some sun. Surgery at the hospital for sick children. In the typical Mediterranean diet. Welcome, Fib Locals. It's time to take a break from swimming, tanning, or huffing B3608 and tune in to the greatest gossip show to ever grace the airwaves. And those airwaves are hot, hot, hot. Just like your host, Kitch Stevens and Lala B Star. Hey, Fibizens! What's shaking and baking? Be honest, have you been bad? Well, honey, I've been worse. Get down! Get down! Get down! fix that for you. Thanks, Lala. Oh, geez. Uh, where were we? H- hold on, Kitch. I'm still a little shaken. Let me just... <sighs> That's better. Right. Back to business. And I mean literal business. Last week, we asked you to call in with your gossip from the stock exchange. Now, we've had a couple people send in letters asking what we meant by that. And to make it very clear to the fib force, we don't even know what insider trading is. Yeah, so quick calling, fib force. We get it though, finance is hard. So this week, we're going to gossip and learn. Lucky for you folks, I've got business connections. Today, you're gonna meet the guy who helped me turn a $2 million trust fund into a tentative 10 million. 10 million? Sounds like lunch is on you, Kitch. No problem, honey. Just let me cash out first. Tentative 10 million? You didn't think that would raise our suspicion? Be real, Kitch. You don't understand. Ugh, back off my girl, officer. She's literally- Lalabi Star, is that you? We know your connections to escaped convict fit- Whoop, looks like we're back on. Sorry to keep you all waiting. Now, Kitch, you said we have a special guest coming on tonight? Yes, ma'am. Everybody, I would like to introduce an old friend from my Floor Street days. Please welcome powerful broker and my own financial advisor, Titus Greenback. <laughs> all right, ladies, I don't have all day. Hi, Titus. I'm Lala. Ooh, Lala. I'm Sean. So, Titus, do you remember how we first met? Oh, how could I forget? You were stopping traffic. <laughs> with my looks? No! With your suitcase, what a sight. I remember you were coming in from that crummy old town, what was it called? Doesn't matter. <laughs> they practically throw you off that bus. Then that stud with the haircut knocked your baggage into the street. Oh, I swear, three cars drove over it before anyone came to help you out. Oh, man, I haven't laughed that hard since. <laughs> oh, 
Right. My first day in the big city. Funny. What a goofy kid you were. But you know what? I knew you had potential. Really? Oh, yeah. There was fat stacks in that suitcase of yours just littering the street. I couldn't help pick him up faster. Right, my trust fund. Ugh, that was so sweet of you to help. And as if that wasn't enough, you took me to dinner that night. Aw, that's so sweet. Now save your questions for the end, please. Nah, I'll never forget that dinner. That's where I told you these sacred words. Opulence attracts investors. Opulence attracts investors. That's all right, Kitch. I needed the world to see what I saw. <laughs> so the next day... We went on to that little shopping spree. <laughs> Just a small one. I'll never regret spending that 500000 I mean, you still wear all those suits to this day. <laughs> right. And, and your stuff. You, you obviously bought your stuff, too. <clears throat> That's my first piece of advice to all my clients. And now for my listeners, too. Your first investment should always be in yourself. Ooh. And the next one after that. And the next one after that, too. <laughs> joking uh, anyway your next financial move was an obvious one investing your remaining funds into speedy freeze what's that what's that my magnum opus that's what it's a revolutionary ice tray designed to freeze water up to three times faster than the leading brand <laughs> i have like six at home oh as you should kitch it's brilliant and if the benefits of speedier ice weren't enough, you can also join our program to help distribute more speedy ice for the people. All you have to do is to recruit one or more people to your team for you to earn twice oh, the word. Right. <clears throat> <clears throat> Sorry about that, Lala. Sorry about that, Kitch. Right. So, per my wisdom, Kitch. Invested in the remaining majority of her trust into speedy eyes. Actually, I I've been meaning to ask. Can I cash out on that yet? I promised Lala I'd treat her too. Kitch, for, for the love of sons, how many times do I have to explain the buy and hold process to you? Once you buy, you need Hold to hold tight. Exactly. How else are you gonna get that trust to 10 milli? You don't want 10 million, do you? Don't you, Kitch? Ugh, obviously, Titus. I mean, <laughs> Titus. And hold, Kitchy. I know your potential. I see a real business tycoon in you. A financial connoisseur. A symbol of prestige and affluence. But you're in the learning phase. That's all to it. <laughs> the two part-time jobs, the living in the motel. It's all part of the process. You just need to have faith in me, Kitch. I'm your guiding light in this dark financial world. That's... wow. You're so wise, Titus. Wise he is, folks. Which is why he's on the show today. Don't miss this golden opportunity to share your stock market chatter and get some valuable insights from none other than the Titus Greenback. We're looking forward to hearing all your personal business. Titus, would you like to get dinner sometime? Well, if you're paying. 
to me the other day. What? What? I saw something wrong with my taxes. I don't know. Something about owing the government money. Like, what? No thanks. I'd rather keep it for myself. So I go to my accountant's office and knock on the door, demanding to see him. Not a bad call if you don't know what taxes are. (laughs) I start yelling at him, why the hell did you submit my taxes wrong? I ain't paying money to those scummy people who call themselves the government or whatever. Hey, yelling at a financial agent is never justified. Baby, calm down. Baby? So he starts retreating in his chair, saying sorry over and over like a little baby. I don't need you to cry. I need you to fix it, is what I said. Anyways, I couldn't stay long. I had a date that night. I book it home, get all dolled up and put on this absolutely gorgeous dress. My date is going to fall on his knees. I met him on one of those dating apps. I know, I know, not the best, but he was so good looking, I couldn't say no. You gotta work those apps to your advantage, caller. I've had dates say I'm like 10 times hotter in pictures. His profile said his name was Brad. Brad? Ew. Red flag, honey. And he was a few years older than me and mentioned he was in finance, which uh, I figured meant he had big pockets. There was even a picture of him holding puppies. Aww. So I go meet him at the restaurant we picked. It was this really nice Zerillion place. I tell the hostess I've got a reservation under Brad, but she couldn't find it. So I gave her my name instead, thinking maybe that's what he put the reservation under. Kind of cute, right? But no. No reservation. total Brad move. I decided to wait for him, just in case he'd show up to explain himself. Not two minutes later, I spot the back of his head. At least, I'm pretty sure it was. He was talking to some other dudes. I get closer and start to overhear their conversation. You wouldn't believe what he was saying. Tell us. I quote, Yeah, man, I've been taking money out of her taxes for myself. She's a ditz. She caught me today, but I'll turn it around, make her think it was her fault. Clever fella, I, I can't I, I believe mean, it. I, I can't believe I it. I gasped. I tapped him on the shoulder and said, Brad? He turned around and it was my freaking zoot accountant. That liar. He was all like, uh, are you Sarah? Which is the name I put on my profile because, duh, I would never use my real name. Damn right I was Sarah and I was also pissed. If I had a drink in my hand, I would have thrown it in his face. Go, girl. You know what he said after that? He thought Sarah was my twin sister. While stealing money from me, he was totally fine to go on a date with my sister. I don't even have a sister. A lesson to the listeners, never go on a date with someone if they say they're in finance. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Color number one. Let's not get so hasty, baby. (laughs) 
Never date someone in finance. That's crazy. That's crazy. You know what your real problem is, Carla? And here's some advice. Don't mix business and pleasure unless you're trying to get a better deal with your airline. <laughs> uh, dating while dealing with tax issues means splitting your attention, which means you can't devote an adequate level of effort to increase your buying power. If you still want to have any sort of personal life, then your only option is to find a good investment, financial officer, advisor, you name it. You'll never have to look into your finances again and can give 100% focus to your personal life. <laughs> I guarantee it. My office is on 316 Hatford Street above the laundromat. Titus, I would trust you with my taxes. Taxes? <laughs> Forget taxes, sweetheart. You can trust me with that big, fat, hard. <laughs> Ugh, not again. Sons. Caller number two, got any high-stakes gossip for us? Hey, I'm a huge fan of the show. Oh, thanks. So I just got out of a long-term relationship with a war profiteer, and honestly, a single war life is profiteer. so hard. Still got his number? I'm looking to expand my client base. Stop soliciting on air, Titus. We got in trouble for that last week. The world is just so sad for single women. Like, when I was with him and a government toppled, sure... Thousands died, there was civil unrest, entire population suffered, but I got a firkin. Now a government topples, people die, civil unrest, unmeasurable human suffering, and I get nothing. Ugh, I would kill again for a firkin. If anything, I get less than nothing, since everyone pays so much attention to whatever is happening there, and suddenly I'm invisible. I remember when we went into interplanetary war. Interplanetary war? Great time to invest in pyrotechnic shells, rations... Pyrotechnic shell rations, a multifaceted hard asset, you name it, baby. Of course, if I knew that before the war, I wouldn't still be mooching off kitsch. <laughs> what? Mooching? Oh, it's a stock term, dear. Has to do with IPO. <laughs> and, uh, you know, market capitalization. Oh, duh. Hope you learned something, caller. Please continue. Well, we got a private villa that doubled as a bunker, and we didn't get out of bed for a week. But then there were all those times where it wasn't all just fun and games. When the Florbridge Rats and the Brantowells proposed to the Global Coalition that they de-arm their face-melting blasters, he threw half the kitchen appliances through the wall. After that, I just made sure I was out of town or having a girls' night whenever there was a Global Coalition for Peace meeting. And here's the worst thing. There's more? The craziest thing he did, he never turned off the news. Like, every room had a different station playing. Always. Always. Our first kiss was to the sound of the floorboards being sonically liquefied. On my birthday, every picture I got him to take of me had an oozing iguana people dragging themselves along a beach to safety in the background. And honestly, it was the worst when. Well, I'm on the radio, so I'll just say it's hard to get hot and heavy while you're hearing an anchor read about something hot and heavy being dropped halfway across the planet. Titus, what do you think about this? <laughs> well... 
Sounds like you got a real investor on your hands there. You never know what world event will topple the stock market. I once lost huge on bull market toothbrush investment because I somehow missed headlines of a carnivorous bacterial plaque outbreak. <laughs> no one had teeth within three weeks. I still miss my molars. Anyhow, I called an international bomb threat hoping he'll take me back. So yeah, I guess this is part of that. <laughs> Sorry. Totally okay, caller. I once reported myself as a missing person and went into hiding for 23 days just to see if my ex would post anything to my memorial page. <laughs> he didn't. All is fair in love and war. Thank you so much for joining us today, Titus. Your expertise was so expertly. I don't think the network execs can say this show lacks substance anymore. Yeah, well, it's been a pleasure. It certainly has. <laughs> Weren't you guys just fighting? It's called playing hard to get. Just like callers for this show. This is the feed thought. Open up. Titus Greenback, you're under arrest for grand You'll never get me alive! After him! On that note, thank you so much for tuning into the Fib. Dial in again to hear more from me, Kitch Stevens. And me, Lala B. Star. Next week, we're calling all travel bugs to tell us their best stories from abroad. Where has adventure taken you? Under the stars, under the sea, or under some zoot you'd rather forget? Let us know next week. Call in with your stories. 999 nine, nine, nine.